<laughs> Did I scare you? Podcast that answers the only question that matters in horror film. Did I scare you? I am your host, Jake Albrecht. And I am his co-host and America's littlest brother, Finn. How you doing today, Finn? Oh, I'm super. Just just super de duper. How about yourself there, big brother? Definitely not doing super de duper. Oh. Uh what what makes you so great today? I mean, you know. I finished up work and uh, I'm hopping on this podcast to do with you. So, could have should go without saying, right, Vin? We haven't yet recorded one from work while you were on the clock. Not yet. <laughs> I don't. <It's... laughs> I wonder if I could get away with it. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you interested at home, we have done one where I was working and on the clock. Wink. <laughs> It was a feat. It was uh, it was very, it was good. It was good times. So, let's see if you can figure out what episode that was. Yeah, nah, I was. It was just a little bit of one. But anyways, for those of you who haven't listened before, this is not the podcast where we two brothers scheme at ways to <laughs> record a podcast while we're getting employed. This is the podcast where we two brothers switch off picking horror movies in an attempt to scare the other one. Vinny, I selected the movie this week. What is the name of the movie I selected? You have selected for us another movie from the 1970s, correct? Incorrect. This is from 1968. Almost said. Come on. Two years off. Okay. Well. I consider 68, 69 basically the 70s. This is the Roman Polanski classic. Rosemary's Baby. That's right. And let's start off at the top with the disclaimer you always have to do a throat with the Roman Polanski. Yes, Roman Polanski is a great director. Yes, he raped that girl and then fled the country. (laughs) Both of those things are true. I am a big fan of his movies. Not such a big fan of his personal life. Let's say that and then say no more. (laughs) I didn't even know any of that. This is the first I've ever heard (laughs) (laughs) of such. I just like, you know me, like I'm not really like, um, a movie snob where it be but i don't even like maybe roman yeah. polanski's name has come up like what else has he done oh several things he won an oscar for the pianist which mm. was after he had fled the country <laughs> uh chinatown which is uh you know very well regarded uh, let's see frantic what, uh, what are his other main ones so far you have not named a single movie i've seen you never seen chinatown no I'm the one that's supposed to forget it. I'm Jake. <laughs> the people who have seen it are going to love that joke, Vin. You're like, I don't know what he's talking about. He's, that's why I'm laughing. <laughs> the last line of the movie is forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. Yeah, I mean, I've seen... I have seen that in... Some things that have parried it, yeah. Look, Chinatown starring Jack Nicholson... Whose house he was at when he committed the crimes from which he had to flee the country. (laughs) But enough about that, Vin. We know what a big fan you are of Roman Polanski's personal life. Let's not talk about it any further. Oh, jeez. Maybe it'll come up later. (laughs) 
Vinny, have you ever seen Rosemary's Baby before? No, I have definitely heard the title here and there, but I I knew absolutely nothing about this movie. Yeah, probably one of the best regarded, ooh, let's call it like, am I crazy? Or, you know, is yeah. it actually happening to me movies? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a very uh, psychological thriller, very borderline horror kind of movie. Yeah, it's definitely with the with the subtext of like it's just like this little woman who everyone treats like is being crazy when she's not. Yeah. And then I mean like who better to be casted as a little woman that nobody just really understands than Mia Farrow. Yeah, our <laughs> Let's call it like kind of neighbor cuz she's a couple towns over from both of us. Did she still live here in Connecticut? Oh, yeah, very famously still has the farmhouse in Connecticut where some other awful crimes were committed. Anyways. <laughs> Yikes. Because <laughs> that's where the woodman did it all. <laughs> it's kind of a fraud episode now that I think about it. Before he fled the country? <laughs> no, he's still here, man. He's just He just keeps doing it. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jake, have you ever seen Rosemary's Baby? Yes, and I loved it. Nice. Next question. <laughs> That's why I picked it for our podcast. Jake, what is your favorite Mia Farrow movie? <laughs> it desperately, yeah. it's got to be Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> definitely not any of the Woody Allen movies that I loved. <laughs> but no longer talk about. <laughs> Boy, we used to really like idolize and love those people that turned out to be terrible people. I mean, just because you're good at making movies doesn't make you make you a good person. In a lot of ways, I think it probably makes you worse. Yeah, most most movie directors are usually assholes, I guess. Yeah, if you spend your whole personal life having everyone just cater to your every whim, it's like hard to go out in your personal life and not be like, I don't understand. I told them what to do. Why aren't they doing it? <laughs> I wonder if they've ever made a movie about like a movie director that's like treated like that. That he's like mightier than now. They must have. I feel like that's just a good subject, right? I mean, like, he's yeah, making a Yeah, it's called Bowfinger. Mo- oh, okay, then. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that one was actually my Roman Polanski trip. <laughs> Let's get off this. Let's get off this. Uh, so, I don't know. Vin, what, what have you heard about Rosemary's Baby? Anything? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Oh, you wanted fresh as a babe, then. Yeah. <laughs> Swaddles and cloth, baby powder on your little bottom. <laughs> yeah, I, I you I, pooped your pants, but it didn't smell yet. Not yet, because they ain't eat any solid foods yet. It's That's all, right. <laughs> it's all out of Mia Farrow's breasts. <laughs> oh boy! Well, you, it's you, been a great run. You fucking, you walked into it. <laughs> We promised we'd keep doing it. We didn't say how long. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Podcast over. What happened? We, we we fucking went 1 over 104, and that was it. <laughs> so it's going to be 10 minutes long. <laughs> like, why do they keep talking about Robin and Pharaoh's breasts? And Robin Polanski. <laughs> oh, Vinny, let's not fuck around, because it's a long movie, and as always, when I like them, I took a lot of notes. <laughs> yeah, Jake... <laughs> neglected to tell me 
but like I had <laughs> scrolled through his text messages and goes two hours. Oh no, <laughs> I didn't know offhand. <laughs> yeah, because usually movies like back then, like you don't really see a lot of them there that long, unless it's like Gone with the Wind. Yeah, that's what they call the uh, the road shows, the epics. Those would be the ones that would be like three and a half hours long and have the uh, break in the middle. Ugh. Ugh. No thank yeah, well, you. <laughs> that used to be like the way that they would make money because people would be like, if I'm going to put down a nickel for a movie, I better get my money's worth. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I do believe that if the Batman had a break in between where you can get up and stretch your legs and go take a piss, that definitely would have made things a little better. It does have a break like that. It's the 15 minutes where they talk nonstop about Thomas Wayne. <laughs> once, they start, once John Turturro starts saying, like, Bruce, the thing about your father, get up and take a piss, man, because it doesn't matter, and it's going to take forever. Oh, you're talking about where they're in the hospital bed, right? Oh, God. No, that's after with Andy Circus. They talk about Thomas Wayne for a while. Let's tarry no further. Let's get into the meat of this Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go to the movies. All right, you better believe it's another golf and western Paramount classic here, Ben. We're on a roll, man. Yeah, it opens on New York with a creepy la, 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 la song, which I found out is actually Mia Farrow singing. I thought that she was doing, like, a la-la to, like, isn't she pretty? Is I can't, what the fuck, you know that song? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that's... <laughs> I'm trying to remember the rest of it, it. That's, you know what? My brain immediately stopped after that. I'm like, how the fuck does the rest of it go? It's Fiddler on the Roof, I think, right? I, I don't know. It's like, case. So, no, damn it. Case, <laughs> Yeah, that's not the isn't she pretty one. Oh, well, it, it whatever. It is it. <laughs> Hey, I forgot baby Charles Grodin was in this, too, so... Get ready for someone who has a lot of problems with this St. Bernard off-screen. <laughs> uh, let's see. Mia Farrow's hairstyle is credited to some guy, and also Vidal Sassoon. <laughs> That's because she's got two different hairstyles in this movie. Yeah, get ready for that. It's a big part of it, for it, some it, reason. Actually, yeah. <laughs> And the camera is settling in on a gothic-looking apartment building. Vinny, do you want to know what apartment building that is? Trump Tower. No, I don't know. It's the Dakota, where John Lennon was shot to death. Oh. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Is that on purpose? It's nothing with smiles involved with this movie, Vin. No, it was, like, way before that happened. Oh, when did John Lennon get shot? 1980? Oh, see, I don't know that. Wow, you don't know things. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the name of this He's podcast. Like, wasn't John Lennon shot to death before they did Sgt. Peppers? That yeah, was his fucking gangly ghost that they have up there, right? <laughs> On Sgt. Peppers Lonely Hearts Club. Hey, everybody, like, someone needs to slump up John's body. It's, it's really fucking it's starting to slump over here. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, Mio's, Mia Farrow's hair is normal short, not styled by Videl Sassoon yet. She's got, like, and a, her and a J- bob. Yep. Nah, not yet. No, nah, it's just kind of, like, a little bit short. Okay. 
It's like just above like shoulder length at this point. And that what uh, that's a bob haircut, isn't it? Like a bob. It's absolutely not a bob. A bob is shorter than that. Fucking look this up. You continue. All right, her and John Cassavetes are getting shown their room. Vinny, do you know who John Cassavetes is? No. Probably most famous for the Dirty Dozen, but he was also a uh, writer and director. He's kind of uh, one of the foremost indie filmmakers of the 70s. Let's move on. His son directed The Notebook. Oh, I mean, that's I mean that's good for him. That's like a lot of success. Sure. Yeah, Vinny's holding up a phone. Yeah, her hair's longer than that, Finn. No, it's not. It is, but let's move on. It gets cut shorter later. All right, Cassavetes is an actor. He's mostly in commercials, which he doesn't seem to love, Vin. I mean, you know, you gotta make your money some way. Yeah, I think he's got bigger designs. Uh, (laughs) Hope someone makes him some sort of horrible deal for it later. (laughs) We'll see. The real estate agent asked them if they have kids on the way. They're planning on it. Let's see how that plan goes, Vin. I mean, you know, it takes a bit. Alright, the hallway is looking pretty busted, and the previous tenant had just passed away. This was not actually inside the Dakota. No, where was that then? Well, I assume it's like some other building. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, They were like, oh, she didn't die in the apartment. She passed away in a coma. She had moved away a while ago. Which is something, my house is in an estate, and, you know, that's usually typically the first question that pops in your brain, where you're like, did she, did she pass in the house? And they're like, no, 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 she was taken out. You're like, whew. Why? Why would it make a difference? I, mm, I mean, I don't know. It's just an inert human, like, feeling of probably feeling of, like, it's like, I don't really believe in ghosts, but, I mean, like, your brain will kind of trick you to kind of think of things. Do you go to the hospital? Do you get an overwhelming feeling of, like, oh, my God, ghosts? Or are you just like, oh, a weird smelling? not Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. All right, well, tons of people die there, Yeah, I get it. Dot, 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 if he has no further thoughts. <laughs> I, I, that always bothers me. It's stupid. People die all over the place. <laughs> you think someone died right where you're sitting? Not like right where I'm sitting, <laughs> but I killed someone across the room. <laughs> and they, she had a lot of herbs growing in the room, but no pot to Cassavetti's disappointment. Bummer. A real estate agent notices a giant wardrobe block in a closet, and Farrah's like, it got moved from over here. She hasn't, she's not British. Nah, she's got that low voice, though. Yeah. Then the agent's like, Cassavetes, come here, help me move it. Let's move it back. <laughs> yeah, and then they go and jostle the thing, and then it falls over on top of the bull. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Cassavetes shows pretty awful form, dragging it across the floor. He's not really what I would say is a physical specimen. Yeah, he's doing the uh, the Mac method of, like, reach out as far as your body <laughs> as possible and then start shaking while you hold it. Uh, I fucking love Always Sunny. <laughs> Anyways, the agent looks into the closet. Nothing but towels and a vacuum cleaner. 
in your mind you're like, wow, I bet this is gonna pay off. And the answer is like, kinda, but like, you gotta wait a while. Does it? In that room specifically? Eventually, but we'll get there, Vid. You're gonna have to point that out. Outside, the happy couple's talking about taking the apartment. Pharaoh wants it real bad. <laughs> They're like, but we gotta talk to our old landlord. All right, to the old landlord's house, Vid. I'll explain on the way. Okay, I'm right behind you. He's immediately like, I'm letting you out of your lease. Oh, okay. I, I, that was pretty easy, I guess. Oh, it's nice. So it's a handshake deal. And now we go back to the old apartment. I'll explain on the way. He's like, not only is he letting him out of the lease, he's like making them steak dinner while he's talking about it. Yeah, he's actually a real swell guy. He's like, listen, though, your new apartment building has some macabre history. And I'm like, dude, wait 12 years. (laughs) But he's like, this includes, like, some sisters eating some kids and someone conjuring the devil. And Pharaoh, like me, says awful things happen all sorts of places. So I guess we're getting a glimpse into the future of who Jake's probably going to (laughs) pick. He says they found some dead dude in the basement wrapped in newspaper. (laughs) Hold the fucking horses. Yeah, man, dead dudes are wrapped in newspaper all over the place. That's not, I mean, maybe if he's homeless, but I mean, (laughs) it's like. I like to imagine it's just like the super found him and it was like he just covering up a spill. He's like, let's put that over that and... Ooh, remind me to sweep up this body later. Like, oh, I'll just if I cover. <laughs> Someone comes downstairs to go do their laundry, and they're like, ah! <laughs> but anyways, man, I'm like, too late, landlord. They signed the new lease. <laughs> what do you think he so was trying to do? St- Sweet, sweeten the deal and be like, I'll let you out of your lease. But if you have this steak dinner, maybe you'll reconsider. <laughs> <laughs> allow me to trash talk your new apartment for 20 minutes <laughs> classic salesman tactic anyways Vinny they're moving some stuff into their new apartment later they hear Ruth Gordon talking through the walls to someone so they unload their plates echoing through the room now Pharaoh goes back to the abandoned closet mostly empty but she finds some shelves in there so she sets them down so they could have a sad dinner on the floor yeah <laughs> yeah it's like take out and then they, they have, like, all their stuff on the... You know, which is, like, nice, because it's like, oh, okay, so they're not trying to scuff the floor. Yeah. And Pharaoh has an idea, and she's like, hey, let's make love. And he's like, hmm, okay. He's like, yeah, it sounds like... And a- they just start taking their clothes off before they start kissing, and I'm like, I don't love this. I'm like, are they skipping foreplay? What the fuck's going on here? <laughs> They like literally like it it was so instant too. She's just like, I have an idea and it's like that's splendiferous and then they literally have a scene where they're struggling taking clothes off. Yep. Uh Pharaoh gets naked too and they commence with the smoochin. Then there's a creaking and he's like, It's the cannibals <laughs> But seriously, only one person's eating somebody else here. <laughs> Zing. She's like, is it you? And he's like, no. <laughs> As he puts his hand on her back of her Because <laughs> there's no way that guy. <laughs> yeah, come on. Let's let's listen. Let's call a spade a spade. You know. 
he's not taking care of anyone. <laughs> this is the most selfish dude in film. Yeah, we. <laughs> it happens later, but she makes him a fucking sandwich. We know where who the, what kind of guy this is. <laughs> yeah, man, we cut to some painters and various others sprucing the apartment up real nice. Mm-hmm. Pharaoh takes a break to watch Cassavetti's in a Yamaha commercial. Apparently, Roman Polanski and John Cassavetti's got real Yamaha scooters for doing this in the movie. That's probably why they fucking did it, right? I mean, they're just like, oh, sweet. Like, we all all hate fucking commercials, but love Yamaha motorcycles. <laughs> Pharaoh's in the laundry room, but she tells some lady she looks like an actress. The lady's like, yeah, I get that a lot. Because <laughs> she is She's blind. like, but I don't get it. And also, it's like they use her real name, not her stage name. Oh, really? So it's like a meta joke. Oh, that's... Oh. Well, that's smart, I guess. Yeah, why not? Not actress and Pharaoh chit-chat for a while till some random glass breaks. Then they're like, let's come down here together all the time. Because it's a scary building. That's how they became friends. Not actress works for Ruth Gordon, and she shows Pharaoh her good luck charm that uh, Ruth Gordon gave to her. And Pharaoh's like, "Yeah, that's nice, but your charm smells like shit." <laughs> yeah, it's like literally, ugh. <laughs> and she's like, "It's European." <laughs> Not actress says Gordon and her husband took her in off the street because she used to be a dope fiend. She thought it was a sex thing, but they're real sweet to her. And they had the sex thing. <laughs> It's a bonus. <laughs> I, I guess you have to interpret from this. Like, I thought it was a sex thing, and at the point, I was willing. <laughs> She's like, listen, I'm at the bottom of the rung here. <laughs> She's like, which one of you old folks am I taking care of, and which one's watching? <laughs> the old man raises his hand. She goes, oh... He's like, you misunderstood. I'm going to take care of my wife while you watch. (laughs) Okay. She's like, that's... No, that might be worse. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? I think I'm just going to stay out in the streets. No, thank you. Yeah, like, you know what? It's heroin for me. Sorry. That's a no, dog. (laughs) They're like, wait, let's give you a sample of what we do. It's like, nope, too late. Got the needle in the arm. Anyways, later Pharaoh and husband hear Gordon, uh, Pharaoh and yeah, Cassavetti's hear Gordon through the walls. Now what sounds like chanting. So it's her being like, and then like, they're like, neighbors. That's a wacky soundtrack they got on over there. They're like, why do they keep saying Hail Satan? Anyways, they're walking down the street at night. There's a crowd, some cops gathered around. Not actresses on the ground covered in blood, and her good luck charm is around her neck. Well, I guess that didn't work. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's the bad luck charm we gave you. <laughs> the cops found a suicide note. Gordon and husband are coming home from a night out of the town. Their outfits are. loud. Yes. <laughs> That's probably the best. <laughs> I don't... They look like people who are friends with Mr. Redlegs, the mascot for the Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> like, if he lived in some sort of, like, 
awful like red legs universe they would be his neighbors he's like looking like haberdasheries yeah he has like a red pinstripe suit on it's pretty awful yeah and i mean she's also like you know very vaudeville-esque yeah the cops are like hey their helper killed herself. And Gordon's like, no, that's a mistake. The <laughs> husband's like, I told you this would happen. <laughs> and Gordon's like, she was probably trying to clean the windows. The husband's like, she wasn't cleaning any fucking windows. It's like one in the morning. I love that, like, <laughs> that this lady is, like, willing to, like, go, like, all over the place. Like, no, oh, no, she must have been practicing her dance moves and then went out the window. <laughs> She was probably doing the tuba playing on the roof that she is famous for. Then she accidentally misstepped and hit a shingle and fell off. Obviously, a pigeon went outside the window, right? It started to taunt her. She decided rightfully it was time to end its life. Anyways, it was all a trap. The pigeon was trying to get her to fall. She could hear the pigeon cackling as she plummeted to a doom. I think it's probably that bird right over fucking there. <laughs> and the pigeon gives her shifty eyes. <laughs> cool. You never fucking pin it on me. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> the cops ask Gordon if Dot Actress had any family, and she's like, no. And then Farrah's like, she said she had a brother in the Navy this morning. And they're like, who the fuck are you? And they like, excuse me. <laughs> Then Pharaoh tells Gordon how much not actress loved her and her husband. Then she pieces out. Cassavetti's is sleeping like a baby later while Pharaoh is up listening to the clock tick-tocking, thinking about her new dead friend. <laughs> so fast. That's she loses friends so quickly. Yeah, it seems that way. She's having a nightmare, but also hearing uh, Gordon castigating her husband for revealing too much and putting them in this mess. <laughs> Later, Gordon comes to Pharaoh's apartment to thank Pharaoh for the nice things she said down at the murder scene. <laughs> You're a real swell doll. <laughs> We're gonna catch that fucking bird. Don't you worry. <laughs> Don't you worry about it. He'll be incarcerated by <laughs> in no time. <laughs> I fucking roast that bird <laughs> over my fire. Swear to God. <laughs> Gordon checks out the new layout of the apartment. Pharaoh mentions a nursery, but no baby yet. And she's like, oh, okay. Uh, so that oven is available. <laughs> she's like, checking everything out. Uh-huh, seems awfully spacious in there. They settle in and Gordon's like, hey, Pharaoh, what's your husband doing? Pharaoh gives the canned response, which is, he's in commercials mostly, but also these two plays no one's ever heard of. And Gordon invites Pharaoh and husband to dinner. Pharaoh tries to decline, but eventually demurs. Cassavetes comes home and tells his wife that some other actor got the part he was going for. She's like, that place sucks anyways. <laughs> Pharaoh tells Cassavetes Gordon was by and was extremely nosy, and also asked them to dinner. He is not into it, Vin. No, not at all. <laughs> He's like, please, for the love He's of... Like if you make friend with olds, then the young people can smell it on you, and then that's it. You're stuck with old. <laughs> They're like, do 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 do. Is that encroaching death? Like <laughs> oh on your sleeve? You're like, oh my god, you smell like an antique store. He's like, I knew it. 
I fucking knew it. <laughs> like, hold on, allow me to take those next tickets out of your pocket. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I can't allow you to get old man stink all over the Madison Square Garden. <laughs> That's when someone comes up behind him and slaps him upside his head and says, Big Bong! <laughs> Farrell tells... Oh, wait, no, wait, we did that. Oh, right, he agrees eventually. Farrell's like, it'll be the one time. We'll see. I say, like, <laughs> there's a little insight about me. There's... I Do you also get like moments where like you get kind of angry if someone invites you to do something without you actually like having a word to say for it uh outside of family things that doesn't happen to me a lot i'd say me and my wife share a certain i don't want to say anti-social behaviors but here we are <laughs> i mean for the most part me and my wife too every once in a while though i'll get like invited to something and be like you didn't ask me. You just said yes. I don't no. want to fucking go. Uh, no. My wife and I don't make plans without checking with each other first, ever. That's good. Agreed. Congrats on your marriage. Nobody's dragging me to Ruth Gordon's house. <laughs> yeah, no. My, my, definitely my response anytime anyone asks me is like, I'll have to check with, uh, with my wife first. And vice versa. But anywho, uh, let's see. We're at dinner. Husband has filled the glasses all the way to the top. I should say Ruth Gordon's husband. Mm. Mr. Redlegs. <laughs> it's an Australian drink. <laughs> then the husband spills some on the carpet and Gordon gets down to start mopping it up. Because <laughs> she's like, that's new carpet. Get the seltzer water. He's not from Australia. He's from Mr. Redleg's universe. <laughs> is, that where, he's been... is that where she's from, too? Yep. <laughs> nice. They were both birthed from his mustache. <laughs> oh, man. They're like, Father, you've given us birth. And then he just gives them those creepy fucking eyes because they look so blank and just soulless. They're like, we understand. We'll bring you the blood of children, which will bathe you and feed you. And then all Mr. Redlegs does is just... <sighs> yeah, that's right. Joey Votto's got to feed him a live goat every year <laughs> at the start of the season. It's not working, though, because their season sucks. Not enough goat. Anyway, Spin, <laughs> he's not... He's not from Australia, but he's been all over the place. Later at dinner, they're having to talk about how the Pope is pretty much bullshit playing dress-up. Which kind of pisses Pharaoh off. Yeah, she's like, excuse and, me, I am I am a practicing Catholic, and they're like, who fucking cares? They're like, with the last name Pharaoh, what a shock. <laughs> Which O'Brien's you come from? <laughs> <laughs> Husband butters up Cassavetes about something he saw him in. Some sort of play. And he's like, you have an inner quality. You just need a break. <laughs> he's like, I've been waiting my whole life for someone to say that. He's like, finally, someone talking about what I love to talk about. Me! <laughs> the only other thing I like when people talk about is Yamaha motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> 
Gordon and Farrow are washing up later, and Gordon is prying about the baby-making capabilities of her family. Oh, okay. They, yep. They're tried true Catholics, man, so, like, robust. <laughs> Putting everything out in the front. The gentlemen are smoking in the other room, and Cassavetes looks interested, but also a little spooked in what Mr. Red likes to say. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yes, Mr. Redlegs. <laughs> so you see, it's all quite simple. <laughs> the couple escapes, but they're laughing about stuff later, with Cassavetes kind of making fun of Ruth Gordon's voice. But Cassavetes <laughs> is like, <laughs> me and husband are meeting up again tomorrow. And me and Farrell's like, what? <laughs> and she's like, well, I'm not going again. And she's like, hey, did you notice that? Oh, their pictures were down? And he's like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, all the nails were up, like, in the spots, but, like, none of the pictures were hanging. And he's like, I'm sure nothing incriminating was on any of them. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with them. Let's just say that <laughs> it'd be awfully silly to think that about 70% of those photos that were hanging on the wall had a hoofed, <laughs> horned monstrosity in there. <laughs> yeah, it was just... <laughs> The devil with Mr. Redlegs on a chain. <laughs> like he's a little dog. <laughs> she what, one of them record. is him in a gift mask. <laughs> I don't know why I got caught on this stupid idea. <laughs> so sorry, the Redlegs family. <laughs> she settles in for a record and some reading later. The door buzzes. Her shoulders sag when she looks through the eye hole, vid. Because Gordon is there. And she's got some other old broad with her. And Gordon invites herself in. And Pharaoh's like, I'm on my period. And the old ladies are like, I'm impressed you're walking around. <laughs> then they start knitting on her couch. And Gordon's like, here, have this good luck charm. It's got Tansen root inside. And also some dried blood on the side of it. Because <laughs> she pulls it off the not actress on the pavement oops <laughs> you still got a little bit of good luck on her let's see Cassavetes is home and he had a good time with husband he smokes she takes the charm off and her husband teases her about not wearing it like he's like <laughs> seriously though wear it wear, wear, wear that good luck charm you should definitely wear it wear it she's like, like doesn't it, should be it still smells like shit though he's like I love it He's like, you fucking smell like shit. Like, maybe <laughs> you got the smell on the, the charm, and you owe it to the charm now to wear it because you made it stink. Yeah, let's just say, now that you're wearing said shitty charm, I really want to make a baby now. <laughs> no, not yet, then. I don't think. The phone rings at some point later, and Cassavetes is like, oh, poor guy, to someone on the other line. Sounds like he's getting apart by dint of some accident. <laughs> so he gets off the phone. He's like, well, Pharaoh, the guy who got my part went blind. The part's all mine now, baby. And I'm like, damn, they couldn't have sprained his ankle? <laughs> nah, he's, you know, he's halfway across the world on a plane with all the rest of those people that went blind. <laughs> blind? <laughs> blind? Shit, man, it's around the same time, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's stuck in England right now. Yeah. <laughs> he tells Pharaoh he needs to go for a walk, what with his work and peepers and all. 
eyes. Like, ah, that's all I needed was just these babies. Points at his eyes. He takes off. You know what I love about all this, Finn? Go on. Every time he takes off, he's actually going to the neighbors to talk to them more. <laughs> yeah, because, like, those walls are so thin, and, like, I just don't know if me and Pharaoh's really paying that much attention. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you know, when you went for a walk before, it sounded like your voice through my walls. <laughs> Listen, you can almost read what the fuck he's saying through the subtitles on the TV. <laughs> Anyways, Pharaoh's telling her old landlord about how husband is very busy and in demand all of a sudden. And she's like, I guess all actors are kind of self-centered. <laughs> when she gets home, there's roses there. Cassavetes apologizes for being a creep. He wants a baby. Give me a baby. Let's do it immediately. Yeah, see? After she put that charm on. He's like, I got it marked on the calendar. That's baby o'clock. <laughs> you see? <laughs> and on the calendar, he just, like, makes, like, a big line where it's just like, see all this time? Freed up for baby time. Vinny, they put out a record in Light of Fire, which is slightly different from my experience with attempting to conceive. <laughs> it's mostly just two sad 30-year-olds going upstairs to be like, Alright, well, we gotta. <laughs> Let's try to make it as quick as possible. I, I mean, you didn't have to... <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> it's just a lot of, like, whatever you could do to help me get over the finish line quickest is going to be best for everybody. <laughs> so we can get back to our regular Wednesday night. <laughs> Anyways, he almost immediately kills them by having the flu closed on the fireplace fan. <laughs> <laughs> and they asphyxiate from the smoke and then they die the Ruth Gord's like god damn it. she's like what's that fucking smell oh she's god like, who, who closed the flu meanwhile she hears like a beak tapping on the window and the pigeon <laughs> flips her off and then flies away <laughs> that fucking uh, pigeon Vinny they toast to have dinner later and the door rings not great. Uh-oh. Cassavetti goes to answer, and Gordon is there. Pharaoh silently begs for him not to let her in. Then Cassavetti comes back bearing gifts. Actually, Gordon... <laughs> I really like that scene of her. I like that little personal trait where she's kind of whispering to herself. She's like, oh, God, please go away. Please. <laughs> she's like, I need a gift. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, if it's a baby or not, I don't care. Mama need the dick. She's like, that busted old bra gonna turn into the Sahara Desert downtown. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, nah, but she's only there to drop anyway, off some chocolate. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, she brought moose. It's her specialty. Except oh, Cassavetti says it in a, in a voice mocking her. So he's like, it's her specialty. Yeah, he says, or mouse, as she says. Chocolate mouse. And Pharaoh's like, boy, this tastes weird. So Cassavetti says, no, it doesn't. Yeah, he, he gets angry with her. You he's know. like, eat, eat the rest of that shit. Then he passive-aggressively attacks her for not eating it. He's like... 
oh, I guess it's just like you're always bitching about stuff. Like you're not gonna eat the mouse, and <laughs> he's like, fuck, because she's like, it tastes chalky, and he's just like, no, eat the fucking mouse. So she's like, why don't you turn the record over? While he gets up, she spoons most of it out. She'll regret it. <laughs> oh, man. Then she says one of my favorite lines of the movie, too. She goes, what she says? She goes, there, Daddy, do I get a gold star? And he's like, I'm, I'm so sorry. That man's gone. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you irascible thing, you. <laughs> you don't know what I was about to do to you if you didn't eat that fucking movie. He's like, I'm just so happy as he throws a rag with ether out the window. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, Vinny, later Cassavetes is watching the Pope at Yankee Stadium. And Vinny, the Pope struggled through five and scattered four runners. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it was a real struggle to get him off the fucking dish, too. Like, he did not want to give up that ball. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know... His fastball wasn't working, but he definitely put some holy water on the ball, so. Oh, you son of a bitch. Like, he's doctoring these balls. But anyways, Cassavetes doesn't want to talk about the Pope's amazing pitching efforts. He's mostly excited about the increased audience for his commercial. <laughs> he's like, and everybody is leaving Yankee Stadium with a Yamaha motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> Pharaoh starts acting strange and almost collapses, and Cassavetti's like, must be all the booze you had. <laughs> then he carries her to the bedroom and lies her down. She is sleepy. Yeah. And she's like, I wanted to make a baby. And he's like, we'll do it. <laughs> he's like, just wait. And he's like, sleep is what you need. Then things get a little weird. You say a little. <laughs> It gets intercut with her on a mattress in the ocean, or on a boat. Then Cassavetti starts taking her clothes off back in the room to make her more comfortable, quote-unquote. All this stuff keeps getting conflated with the scene on the boat, so... She's looking at the ceiling in a cathedral, and... mm, The paintings get less Catholic the further they go and more satanic. (laughs) We take a cross into, like, one section. It's almost like, what kind of church holds both of them? It's like Adam's touching God, and then right past that, it's like a satyr's, like, really giving it to a lady. (laughs) Gross. All right. We got stormy seas for the boat now, but Pharaoh is naked as can be. Then she walks by a fire to a mattress in the middle of the room and lies down. There's a group of naked people all around her. Oh, so it's kind of like <laughs> midsummer up in here. Now they start chanting, and husband, Mr. Redlegs, paints her with something as they do. Then Cassavetes tells Gordon she's awake, but she's like, Nah, the moose knocked her out. Unless some sort of fucking idiot didn't give her all of it. <laughs> Anyways, Pharaoh tells someone she got a mouse bite. <laughs> oh lord not good then there's mm, let's call them devil hands working their way all over her. <laughs> get just awfully, for sake of argument yeah getting awfully grabby <laughs> and this figure climbs right on top of her while she looks pretty dead and her eyes get wide and looks at the devil eyes and she's like this is no dream this is really happening <laughs> I, the way she reads that line 
it's almost like it's like a line where she's supposed to be thinking it and yet she says it out loud (laughs) it's like her reading this out loud it's her comments on the script as she reads them (laughs) she's like wait i get this is no dream this is really happening (laughs) she's like you're telling me that i'm getting r word by a goat monster Anyways, the Pope comes in, icing down his arm, Vin. <laughs> While she's getting fucked, the Pope's like, Ah, I hear you were bitten by a mouse. And she's like, Can I be forgiven? It's like the devil's pumping away in her. And he's like, He's like, mm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and he's like, Why don't you kiss this? And it's the good luck charm as a ring. So stinky. Anyways, Casavetes wakes her up the next day. And he's like, it's ten after nine. He seems real pissed about it. <laughs> then he's like, you passed out the night before. And she notices she has scratches all over her back. And he's like, oh yeah, I went ahead and had baby night without you. <laughs> I I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this dude, allegedly, Trevor Bowered her all over the place. And she's just like, I wish that I was there. And he's like, you were. And she's like, I had a dream that something inhuman was raping me. And he's like, wow, that hurts. (laughs) That's like, you're the one who's like, yeah, you passed out. So I fucked you and scratched up your back. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And he's like, listen, I didn't want to miss baby night. And I was so drunk too, you know? It's like, oh. Yeah, every passing sentence that comes out of this man's mouth where he's trying to, I don't know, decriminalize the fact that he raped his wife is just like, mmm, you got a punchable face right now, dude. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. Just like she Trevor takes Bauer. A shower. <laughs> <laughs> That's not allegedly. He has a punchable face. He does. She takes a shower and breaks the mouse moose comes back to Gordon. <laughs> you know later. you got it right the first time. <laughs> Gordon's like, listen, can you pick up some eggs for me? And Cassavetes is practicing walking around with crutches later for his new part. And Pharaoh wants to talk about how he hasn't been looking at her lately. And he's like, what are you talking about while he looks at the corner of the room? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about now. <laughs> Now he's like, listen, I've been preoccupied with the part, but I still love you. Let's see. Then Pharaoh is late for her period, so she goes to see Dr. Charles Groden to see what's up. They draw some blood. She gets a call later. She's pregnant. She's excited, but she has to come back to do more for blood sugar tests. Yeah, then she's just like, she's got a marker. She's ready to go. She's writing down. She goes, blood sugar. <laughs> just the way that she delivers life she's so adorable she tells Cassavetes later and she's like why don't you use this as a new beginning like a real springboard to get past that thing where you raped me I... he's like yeah sure baby that man's gone for now <laughs> until the time comes again you know what I'm saying <laughs> oh baby night he's like uh hey listen you know what would be fun is if i went and told the neighbors immediately because they're gonna be so happy yeah he was so thrilled i mean this dude's got the stank of old people all over him he was right 
Once you become friends with old people, it's just, that's all you know. Yep, there's no one left. <laughs> no one under 55 for him now. <laughs> so he comes back with them. They're ready to party. They recommend a doctor to Pharaoh. She needs to leave Groden right away. Yeah, the no questions. We got our own doctor. He's the greatest. Like, he's the best one in town. You have to do it. We'll cover the expenses. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> you're, do it. You're you gotta do you it. You gotta do it. Your baby will love it. I promise. Hey, Gordon runs into the next room to set up an appointment for her immediately. <laughs> they all toast and drink while she's pregnant. Oh, the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> Later, oh. Cassavetes is sleeping and Pharaoh isn't. A fire truck goes by and she decides to get out of bed. She takes the good luck charm out of storage and decides to put it back on. Didn't work out so well for the last lady. She's gonna go fucking fighting that pigeon outside the window, too. <laughs> He's like, hey, hey, come and look at something. <laughs> yeah, come duke, here. Duke, duke, duke. <laughs> come here. It's like, come and look at this over here. Step out of the fire escape. <laughs> you gotta look out real far to see it. <laughs> you see over the horizon over there, and he shoves her. I, it's like, <laughs> take take all your weight off of your heels. <laughs> and you're strictly like front of your toes type thing going here. Yeah, then he pulls her by the charm <laughs> over the ledge. <laughs> <laughs> they love Tannis Root, man. That's the real problem. <laughs> the next day, her new doctor is telling her not to read any books, take any <laughs> vitamins, or talk to her friends. Oh yeah, this sounds trustworthy. I, I was say this is this sounds like the greatest doctor on the planet. Listen, he he goes down the list. He's like, don't read any books, don't read any baby books at all, not even one. Don't take any any information that other friends that you might have have been pregnant. Only listen to me, old doctor. He's like, take herbs your neighbor mm-hmm. makes for you. So Gordon gives her a drink later. And Pharaoh wants to know what's in it. Gordon is circumspect. <laughs> a bunch of fucking leaves. Just drink it. She's like, I took a shit in it. Now drink it, you fucking clown. She's like, what? She's like, oh, just some stuff. <laughs> Nutmeg, mostly. And my feces. Later, Pharaoh was home. And guess who went to Vidal says soon? <laughs> Cassavetes is not into the pixie cut. No. He's immediately like, woof, uh, can you go back to the freaking uh, hairdresser and get that hair pasted back on because a daddy don't like. He's like, man, I thought you were gross after the devil raped you. And she's like, what? <laughs> he's like, nothing. No, great haircut. Yeah, fantastic. Woohoo. Again. Adorable line delivery from Mia Farrow. She's like, it's all the range. He's like, oh my god, did my friends curse whoever did that haircut so they were blind too? <laughs> She's like, what? He's like, nothing. <laughs> He's like, I'm batting a thousand tonight. You're so stupid. <laughs> Farrow tells him she has a pain. He wants her to go to Dr. Herbs right away. <laughs> Dr. Herbs says it's no big deal. She was worried about entopic pregnancy. And he's like, what the fuck did I say about not reading books? And he's just like, fuck, stupid, stupid. 
lady. One rule. If there's anything I say about women, it's that they shouldn't be allowed to read by law. <laughs> he definitely looks like a guy who in his day threw eggs at suffragettes. Yeah. <laughs> She's walking down, walking down the fucking side street. They're holding up their sides, trying to change America. And he's like, boo. <laughs> he's like, back in the kitchen. Get me some herbs. <laughs> Next thing you think your ladies can read. Boo! <laughs> Why don't you read this? He holds up a sign that says, fuck you. <laughs> uh, she's playing Scrabble with Cassavetes later, but she has to leave because she doesn't feel well. Her eyes look all sunken, and Vince, she looks real fucking bad. She looks incredibly sick. Which, like, is this, I mean, in pregnancy, is that kind of normal? Nope. <laughs> oh, okay, then. She's like, I feel awful. And he's like, shh, <laughs> just your haircut. <laughs> he's like, I need you to know that. It's terrible. Pharaoh meets with the landlord later. He's not into the haircut either. <laughs> and he thinks she looks sick. She's like, I'm pregnant. And he's like, pregnant ladies gain weight, not lose it. I said the same thing. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting for them to say, maybe your haircut made you sick. <laughs> <laughs> Are we sure your life force wasn't in your hair? <laughs> like goddamn Samson? <laughs> Oh, man. She looks like Anne Hesh. 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 He's heard of Dr. Herbs, though, so he's, he's mm, let's say, on the fence, but not committed to any thoughts at this point. <laughs> the bell rings. Husband is down from upstairs. He wants to know if she needs anything. She invites him to meet the landlord. She introduces them, and landlord's like, I'm worried about her appearance. The husband's like, Oh, sure, she lost some weight now, but she'll gain it all back and more later. Uh, don't worry about it. And she mentions she's taking Tannis Root, something that doesn't exist, Vin, but they say a bunch of times of this. Yeah, they say it so much that it's just like, well, then it's got to exist, right? I mean, you say it more than one time. Yeah, it's like when your friends talk about someone you've never heard of, so eventually you're just like, oh, yeah, Greg. Because, <laughs> you know, you don't want to be that one asshole that's just like, I don't... I don't know who you're fucking talking about. It's like, dude, Greg gave you a ride home that one time? Come on. You're like, Greg got arrested for punching a cat again. You're like, classic Greg. Yeah, totally. Or that's way out of character, which is... <laughs> Just, you know, I'm going to keep swinging my hand on a pendulum. Which Where's do we fall on this? <laughs> Like a horse count apples, eventually I'm going to tell from your eyes what's right. <laughs> <laughs> Landlord's like, well, Tannisroot sounds weird. Then she shows him the good luck charm. And he's like, ooh, I don't think that's a root. It looks like maybe it's like a fungus or something. Bad. And Pharaoh tells Landlord she just noticed that the husband has pierced ears after he leaves. She's like, Cassavetes is tight with them, but I'm a little suspicious. Cassavetes is suddenly home fed, and he still had his makeup on from shooting that day. And he's like, ah, 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 I just happen to be home, landlord. Good to see you. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> it's not like, uh, he's dropping 
Didn't know that you were coming over. (laughs) 20 blocks to get here. Oh, I had a good puke. (laughs) Then he busts out a carton of cigarettes, which also could explain all the panting. (laughs) Then the landlord gets up to take off, and Cassavetti's just like, no, no, please, allow me to steal your glove and hand you your coat. (laughs) The landlord's like, what? He's like, I mean, here's your coat. he's like, hey, I'm missing one of my gloves. And he's like, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, totally don't have it. Fuck off. Get out of here. <laughs> I would attach you to those eyes, bro. He's <laughs> like, just shove your shove your hands in your pockets. I don't fucking care. When he leaves, Pharaoh tells Cassavetes that landlord says she looks shitty. Cassavetes like, I'm running out to buy a paper immediately. Ignore anything that sounds like me next door. <laughs> just hear, he slams yeah, his door, right. and then <laughs> I, I fucking got rid of him. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I got his fucking glove too. It's right here. <clears throat> so it's gonna do what to him? Oh, a stroke. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We take like a week. Yeah, within a week. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'll see you guys later. Kisses. <laughs> He's watching TV later while Pharaoh looks like absolute shit in bed. Landlord is on the phone for her and he he's like, listen, I need you to meet me tomorrow morning in front of the Time Life building. And I don't want to tell you why, because it's dramatic. <laughs> Cassavetes is like, what's that? What's the deal? Why is Landlord calling you? Answer, tell me, tell me now. <laughs> and she's like, um... He just wants to meet me tomorrow morning. He's like, okay, I gotta leave for <laughs> some reason. He started getting slams on out of it. <laughs> just has like harder and harder times to like explain why he has to leave. And he's like, I um just remember I perpetrated a hit and run this morning. I have to go file a police report. And she's like, yeah, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Pharaoh's taking off. She doesn't want her drink now. It's time to meet the landlord the next day. All right, we got a Santa ringing a bell, but no landlord. Pharaoh sits down and asks for pain to be gone. (laughs) He doesn't show up, so she calls his apartment. Some lady answers and is like, oh yeah, he's in a coma at St. Vincent's (laughs) Hospital today. So nonchalant. And worse than that, the dude's missing a glove. (laughs) She's like, I oh, didn't notice. Like he was sitting there with only one glove on. It was so strange. <laughs> Just not moving at all. Only one hand covered. She's like, the stroke seemed kind of adorable, but the one glove, I just couldn't put my finger on it. Mm. And she's walking around, and guess who she runs into? It's Ruth Gordon. She was Christmas shopping. All smiles. Let's not say anything. No, no. <laughs> Gordon wants to take Pharaoh home. She's not doing well. <laughs> At home, Pharaoh is hunched over a chair while it rains, and Doctor Herbs tells her it's gonna be get it's gonna get better at a New Year's Eve party. So I guess a week is <laughs> elapsed here, Vid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot the time range in this movie's kind of moving at breakneck speed. Well, you gotta get through those nine months, right? <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, Pharaoh's chowing down on some raw liver later. Then she catches a look at her reflection in the toaster. Filthy fucking beast. <laughs> she looks like a zombie at this point. Then she spits it out and like washes out her tongue like, no, no, bad Pharaoh. It's kind of like, 
in that fucking movie that we watched. Uh, oh no, what the raw? Hell? Raw, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, in real life, Mia Farrow vegetarian, and she ate a real raw liver for this scene. Wow, that's commitment. Yeah. I mean, she got a whole career for this. It works. Yeah, that's see, that's that's what commitment really is. I bet you that CM Punk didn't even really drink a beer. It definitely did not. <laughs> bet it was a soda, you pussy. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Cassavetes is pissed later because Pharaoh's throwing a party for their old. Uh, I should say younger friends. <laughs> and the neighbors aren't invited. He tries to guilt her into telling the doctor, but she's like, why? The pain's going to go away in a couple days, isn't it? She got you beat there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Gordon brings her a shake, but Pharaoh doesn't feel like drinking it right now. And then she's like, get the fuck out of my house, Gordon. And right when she leaves, she pours it down the drain. Now, the young fashionable types are here, and they're all partying. Some dude comes in and tells Pharaoh she looks like a piece of chalk. Yeah, which is like, wow. I mean, he's spot on, but what an insult. Gonna put her in some fucking moose later. (laughs) She tells another friend she's not going to Dr. Groden anymore because she has a different doctor. The friends are asking Cassavetes if the guy he stole the part from is still blind, and he's like... Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> He's like, I check. As if to be like, I check up on him. You might. <laughs> Not be like, no, nah, like once I shoved him through that plate of glass. That's pretty much the end of our friendship. Pharaoh is crying with her friends who could probably see this coming based on everything. Yeah, she's about ready to fucking snap. Now, Cassavetes tries to butt into the kitchen, but one of her friends gives him the boot. Then she's like, I'm in pain all the time, and I'm afraid the baby's gonna die. Oh, you wish! (laughs) Her friends tell her to go see Dr. Gruden, so she breaks it down for Cassavetes after everybody leaves. And he tells Pharaoh her friends are a bunch of ungrateful bitches. See, this is what happens when you hang out with older people. Because he can no longer connect with younger people. <laughs> yeah, it's also like a pretty horrifying uh, facsimile of uh, an abusive relationship. Because he's like cutting her off from other people in her life. Oh yeah, he's gaslighting the fuck out of her. Yeah, I, I don't love it. it. It feels pretty gross. Nah, he's, he's fucking literal human trash. So he's like, you're getting world class medical care for near free. And you... You would dare besmirch Dr. Herbs? The Dr. Herbs? <laughs> the Dr. PhD Herbs? And he's like, you can't get a second opinion. It would hurt his feelings. <laughs> She's like, I don't give a fuck about his fucking feelings. <laughs> it would literally ruin him. And uh, Pharaoh's like, oh my god, the pain stopped. And he's like, whew, as he puts a gun away. <laughs> He's, he's like of course you did yeah maybe that's how babies work at first i thought when she said the pain was away i thought like she had a you know a miscarriage and i'm like uh-oh because if that happened too then <laughs> well you're useless to me now uh 
you know what? Let's not make the joke I'm going to make. Let's just move on. <laughs> Jake literally sat there and really contemplated. I could see the gears moving. Yeah, I was doing the like, beep, boop, 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 beep. And I, like, laughs gained versus <laughs> anger created. I think you divide be... by goodwill built up. You'd be surprised. <laughs> I might not be. I think your algorithm's wrong. She's like, hey, the baby's moving. He doesn't want to touch it. That's a good sign. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, he's a good father. He's like, pretty sure something could end up poking through there. <laughs> One wrong move is all I'm saying. Pharaoh's happy now. She's drinking the shake willingly. And she also looks like a lot healthier. So yeah. they're building the nursery. They're packing her hospital suitcase and the phone rings. Landlord is dead. She forgot all about that old guy. He, he went into a coma and it's not like she really checked up on him. And then all of a sudden she's just like, oh, baby's going good. I got a, the baby bump and everything. Everything's great. And then, oh, landlord's dead. She goes to the funeral. The lady who told her that the landlord was in a coma has a book that the landlord was going to give to her. Pharaoh goes home. You can feel Dr. Herb somewhere go like, <gasps> I think a woman just got a book. <laughs> Son of a bitch. They're at it again. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just yelled at my secretary. They're <laughs> <laughs> not allowed to keep track of like his appointments and books or anything. He's just like, no fucking books. Use your brain, stupid. Where's your women's intuition? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> what a monster. <laughs> Just all of them, Finn. Yeah. Just a whole collection of assholes. Pharaoh goes home and Gordon is at the door and knows about what book she got and who it's from. <laughs> so she can report to angry Dr. Herbs about it. <laughs> The book is about the witches in the apartment building. Landlord wrote a note that says the name of the book is an anagram. So Pharaoh pours out some scrabble tiles to get to the bottom of this mystery. She's got elf, shot, lame, witch. Nope. <laughs> then she's like, how is hell? Fact me. <laughs> yeah, so she's trying fucking wordle before anybody else. <laughs> yep. And she's like, well, that old bastard was losing his mind. Then she gives the book one more look, and then she spells out Mr. Redlegs. <laughs> and he's standing right behind her. Then she's like, oh shit, the witch guy in the book is actually a husband. Uh-oh. So Cassivet... <laughs> yep. Cassivetes comes home later, and he's surprised to find the door is locked. And she's like, listen, Cassavetes, husband is the witch guy's son. Cassavetes is doing his basic, like, oh, you crazy lady, bit. And she's like, I think they're going to steal my baby for its blood and spells. Ooh, close. <laughs> You're so close. He's like, hmm, do I tell her? <laughs> I don't want to spoil it, I guess. She's like, I don't want those old bags near my baby, and I want to move out of the apartment. He's like, we're not moving. You need to stop reading immediately. <laughs> Give me your book. Give me all your books. <laughs> <laughs> I 
she she tells Dr. Herbs about it, and he's like, yeah, stay away from those old bags. Who cares? The only one you can trust is me, Dr. Herbs. <laughs> he's like your old friend. The, kid, the greatest pal you've ever had. And we're like, if, don't think for two seconds about whose recommendation you got me from. Secondly, I swear to Christ, if I found out that you fucking touched the book ever again. Here's what I'm, I'm concerned about, Mia Farrow, is I wrote a note on the door that said, door is open, and then you came <laughs> right in. Do you know what that tells me? Because you didn't knock, it tells me that you read it. You can see how upsetting that is for me, and especially the baby. He would be that kind of guy that if you had a steak dinner, he'd be judging you if you fucking, just before you tasted the steak, you put salt on it. Firstly, yeah, everyone should judge you for that. What are you, fucking monster? <laughs> Alright, Dr. Herbs tells Pharaoh that husband is dying anyway. He's like, I'll tell them to leave town. I'll make sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude, you're the doctor, not the fucking mayor. I mean, he sometimes posts up like he's the mayor. Alright, Pharaoh's loading these old-ass witches into a cab to take them out of the picture. And she's lo- looking for a book later, but Cassavetes is like, I threw it out. I'm throwing all of them out. Yeah, all of your books. I want all of them. Then she's like, you're an asshole. That was a gift from Landlord. And he's like, hmm, I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> he's like, meh, not my friend anymore. Later, she's kind of walking through traffic, looking all dazed, and she drops her good luck charm down to sewer. Hey, then, you want to know something about old-fashioned movie making? What? Roman Plansky had a theory where he's like, pregnant ladies would never get hit by traffic. People would always stop for him. So they sent out Mia Farrow like that, dressed as a pregnant lady, and she actually walked through traffic. Like real traffic, real New York traffic. Yep, Plansky had to shoot it himself because the crew is like, I'm not shooting Mia Farrow getting hit by a car today, dude. But I bet you like Mia Farrow is like so hungry for her role that she's just like, I mean, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta see this through. I gotta see what's gonna happen. Yeah, nobody wants to be the one that's like, I'd rather not walk through traffic. Mia Farrow's like, you're all fucking wusses, and then she gets hit by a taxi cab, and they're like, see, oh! <laughs> see. Oh, Out of the road, pregnant lady! Punk honk. She goes to a bookstore to get a fresh copy of her witch book. And she reads in her new book that sometimes witches blind or put people in a coma. All they need is a belonging. Wig face. <laughs> We're catching on, yeah, yeah. Pharaoh calls the blind actor and asks him how he is. And he's like, yeah, great, I only broke six <laughs> glasses today. <laughs> he's like yeah i'm super um you know a couple weeks ago i could see everything i had everything going on i had a beautiful girlfriend and then you know i just fucking wound up blind i lost my job and uh i'm not even sure how i fucking answered the phone (laughs) yeah do you know who this actor was no this tony curtis jamie lee curtis's father oh cool but most famous for some like it hot or spartacus and they didn't oh. tell me a pharaoh so that she would be like, I kind of know that voice. Who is it? <laughs> That's cool. And she's like, oh, listen, uh, mm, uh, 
I was just uh, calling to talk about how, like, uh, maybe you're missing some article of clothing around the time you wet blood. He's like, you mean the tie I traded your husband? She's like, yeah, that's something I knew about, and it's not distressing information for me in this moment. Yeah, what's even more fucked up is he was toting that tie around the apartment. He's just like, hmm, this is actually a really, really nice tie. <laughs> He came home and he's like, Mia Farrow, why don't we do a sex thing tonight where you put this around my eyes so it's like I can't see. <laughs> yeah, and he can't just stop laughing. He's like, this would be terrible, but I can see. <laughs> oh, take it off. I want to watch you while I have sex now. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. No, thank you. <laughs> Pay no attention to the guy in the corner who's smoking a cigarette and saying, What's happening? <laughs> Can you make more noise? Oh, he's like, Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Just waiting for the part where it sounds like a plunger. <laughs> oh my god. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, the unmistakable sound. <laughs> it's like uh pushing two orange halves into each other uh she needs to get off the phone now time for this bird to fly she found some stash cast and packs her suitcase to go she decides to go see dr herbs what are you fucking idiot <laughs> she's like how she is not caught on the Time Magazine in the waiting room asks if God is dead and also says, If woman, please stop reading. <laughs> no. But crudely marked in with marker. In every single one of his magazines, it's like four men only. <laughs> <laughs> Even the Vogue magazines. Next to that, he just has a picture book he made of a woman who's like blissfully burning books. <laughs> The receptionist is like, hey, you smell good since you lost that awful fucking smelling charm you used to have. Then she's like, you know, it's the same smell the doctor has. And Pharaoh's like, oh, (laughs) shit. She's like, I get it. She's like, yeah, yeah, you know, he's always stinking. Must be some European cologne of some sort. Take that, Europeans. She's like, I forgot my husband's waiting outside. Goodbye forever. So she takes her suitcase and hits the road, then she calls Dr. Groden's office and asks for an appointment. He's very busy, though. His kids just got up St. Bernard, and they're hiding it from him. What? <laughs> Beethoven? Okay. Oh. Oh. Oh, you're Dr. right. Wow, yeah. you're right. He does look so. super young, and it's like that mustache throws him off completely. <laughs> That threw me off my track completely. Dr. Groden calls back, and he's like, you are not my patient anymore. Then she's like, I need you to deliver the baby. There's a plot against the baby. Then Pharaoh begs this dude to see her now, and someone's waiting outside the booth with their back turned. Are they part of the plot? No. Oh, okay. It's just some old guy smoking a stogie. No, it's actually the blind guy. (laughs) He's like, dunk, dunk, dunk. Is this a subway? <laughs> Can I get a football? Yeah, help. Can you help me out here? Do you have one of those gyros? 
He's like, no onions. I used to love them, but since I lost my sense of sight, uh, they taste too strong. <laughs> uh, she's heading to Groan's apartment. When she gets there, she asks the taxi driver to wait until she's inside the door before leaving. She tells Groden that her husband is probably part of the coven now, so he wears pajamas because she thinks they marked him up when he joined up. Then she's like, I know I sound crazy, but I think my husband traded the baby for success to blind the other actor. And Groden's like, I've been up for 36 hours. <laughs> He's like, do you want a fucking St. Bernard? Because, lady... <laughs> He's like, I hate to tell you, but I'm in the sequel. They just had puppies. <laughs> He's like, Debbie Mazur's trying to steal him for reasons I can't remember. He does. He goes, at least I'm in a, you know, a hamburger eating contest, so. Oh my god. That works out for me. <laughs> him and the dog. Yeah. Oh my god, so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! She, and then that fucking dog, man, he breaks that fucking. No, no, he breaks that anywho. dock and almost kills all those teenagers. Anywho, anywho, no more Beethoven second. <laughs> Groan's like, can I keep the witch book? Women shouldn't be reading. Uh oh. Pharaoh notes that when the landlord visited her, Cassavetes ran home with makeup on to steal his glove and put his ass in a coma. That's right, you got it. <laughs> Groden's like, hmm, they probably are psychos, but I doubt they're witches. But I know of Dr. Herbs. And he's like, hmm, let's get you into my Mount Sinai tonight. That's like, hmm, maybe not the way you'd like, Pharaoh. <laughs> he has her go lie down on a couch and goes to make some phone calls. She checks out her cash, then angrily takes out the pills Dr. Herbs gave her. The Pharaoh wakes up, and guess who's here? It's Dr. Rooms and Cassavetes. <laughs> Dr. Groden, you fucked up big time, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one job. But you know what? He's just like, I can't I can't deal with a crazy fucking woman right now. I, I'm just like, I have so much shit on my plate right now with this fucking dog. I know how it is. It's like somebody calls your direct line, and they're like, please, my house is on fire. And you're like, oh my god, not my job, click. <laughs> Then you just transfer over to someone else like, your fucking problem. Like, Dr. Herbs, this lady says you're a witch. Fucking deal with it. Time for me to sleep. He's like, I'm just so done. Listen, chain of commands. Do you know them? Dr. Herbs is like, come quietly. I'm going to take you to a mental hospital. Cassavetes is like, we just want you to come home. No one's going to hurt you. They tell Dr. Groan that they're taking her home for rest, and he's like, yeah, that should do it. Rest is what everyone in this room needs, especially me. <laughs> they get in the cab, and Pharaoh's walking in a daze because she's fresh out of ideas. Yeah, she's pretty much dead. When they go in the... <laughs> at the end of the rope now. Yep. When they go in the building, she drops some stuff, and when they all go to pick it up for her, she hops in the elevators and takes it up herself. It's not a well-thought-out plan. No, she's cornering herself. Yep. She stops it and then hops out, like, halfway. Yeah, dangerous. You're carrying a child. She tries to run for it, but guess who's about to go into labor? Yeah. (laughs) 
So she gets into the apartment and locks herself in. And Cassavetti's like, hey, open up. And she yells at him, telling him, you promised this witch-ass bitch is my baby. <laughs> and he's like, And she's well... going through her... <laughs> he's like, uh, kinda. Uh, you'll see. <laughs> you don't quite have it. You're in the neighborhood, though. Ooh, you're so close. Yeah, Vish, she's going through her address book, I guess, looking for someone who's like, let's see, witch remover, where is it? Witch exterminator. She tries her friend, they're at the movies. Not like they could have done much anyways. Uh Well, she's flipping through the yellow pages, she finds one about a witcher. No. Okay. (laughs) I reject your premise. Oh, fuck. While she's on the phone, what, Geralt of Rivia? Yeah, yeah, the very While same. <laughs> he would just fuck Irvin. <laughs> In the same animation he uses to fuck everybody else. He'd fuck, he'd fuck Gordon and be like, there, and I killed her. He'd do that thing where she falls back on the bed and her breasts jiggle. <laughs> And she'd be like, I don't think that helped. And he's just like, mm, did enough for me. He's like, I hate this fucking city. <laughs> While she's on the phone, some dudes are creeping through her apartment in the background on their tiptoes. Like they're playing fucking Don't Wake Daddy. <laughs> then everyone's in the apartment. They're going to give her a sedative. She screams for someone to help me. Ah, boy, it made me a little upset. Yeah, because no one's coming. Yep, too late. The sedative's in her arm. Now, Dr. Herbs is like, oh, shit, she's in labor. <laughs> and Cassavetti's just like, Pharaoh, everything's going to be all right. They promised me a lot of stuff if you actually carried this to term. Yeah, he's just like, I can't believe we finally got here. In fact, after her jumping out of the elevator, I th- he's like, I was sure. I was sure you were fucked. Pharaoh apologizes to her baby, and it fades to black. Mm-hmm. She comes to, and Cassavetes is sitting over her, and he says, Hey, and she's like, yeah, hi, is the baby okay? And he's like, um, yeah, it's fine. And he's smiling in an evil manner. Yeah. And she falls back asleep, and some lady is standing sentry over her reading Reader's Digest, which you know Dr. Herbs is fucking fuming about. <laughs> the pharaoh asks to see the baby, and the old bag runs out of the room. Cassavetes and Dr. Herbs come in, and she's like, let me see the baby. Dr. Herbs says, uh, the baby's dead. But you could have more kids in the future. Great news. Yeah, he's just like, listen, you're not totally ruined. No horns on the way out destroyed your innards. <laughs> like... I'm a little surprised, actually. (laughs) Give it all those sharp angles. Let's just say you're lucky he came out feet first. I mean, who first? I mean, what am I saying? (laughs) Oh, I I huff too much of my own ether. (laughs) Pharaoh's like, you're both lying. You took the baby from me. You're all a bunch of witches. And Dr. Rim's just like, whoopsie daisy, here's another sedative. (laughs) Back to sleep again. Cassavetes has given her a pill later, and he's like, they call it prepartum. It's basically hysteria for pregnant ladies. He's like, can we agree that's what was wrong? 
And he's like, I get why you thought the neighbors were witches, but gosh, me too. And he's like, I got a great idea. Let's move to Hollywood because shit's really taking off now. <laughs> he's like, you should see my bank account. It's soaring. As he goes to leave, Pharaoh's like, let me see your shoulder. And he's like, what? <laughs> then he takes his shirt off and he's like, look, nothing on my shoulders. <laughs> they marked my dick late. <laughs> you haven't looked at it in months. That's the only reason why he was able to... <laughs> knock her out he's like i can't let her see this giant tattoo on my wiener <laughs> it says property of mr red lights on it <laughs> but when it's not hard it just says pro <laughs> and where his pubes are TV. it's just that is his big old fucking shining face uh, she's watching tv later and she can hear a baby crying through the walls yeah it's probably a coincidence <laughs> And she's pumping some milk, and the lady taking it, it's like, I just throw it away, I promise. <laughs> she sucks, and <laughs> she drinks a little bit. She's like, ooh, tastes like devil mama milk. <laughs> Cassavetes tells Pharaoh a new couple moved in in Gordon's apartment, and they have a baby, so that's explaining that. Pharaoh goes sneaking around to the abandoned closet. Wink, here we are, Vin. <laughs> <laughs> There's a peephole into the next apartment. She's grabbing a knife to steal her baby back, but Cassavetes is home. She hides in the nursery and accidentally knocks the bassinet. Then she uses the knife to stop it from rocking. It looks pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Then she heads into a party with a knife, and no one seems surprised at first. And Cassavetes is hanging out there too, like, uh, Oh no, I think the baby stealing went pretty well. Uh oh. <laughs> He's like, oh shit. What she didn't mention is that they were giving her those pills the whole entire time, but she was like hiding them. She was stowing them away, like on like uh, in between the cracks in her headboard. Didn't notice. Was taking notes. Yeah, there you go. Red car, Vinny. Sincerely, good note. No, thank you. <laughs> The Ruth Gordon's husband tries to talk to her, and she's like, you're in Europe, shut your mouth, dude. Yeah, that line also, it's just like, I, I love it. <laughs> she adds to a giant bassinet that's all in black while they watch her. Then she pulls back the sheets and looks horrified. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what, what, is that a fucking Chewbacca? <laughs> she's like, what the fuck did you do to my baby? What's wrong with its eyes? And the husband's like, he has his father's eyes. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, Cassavetes is like ducking into the kitchen to get away from this. Yeah. And she's like, "What? his eyes don't look like that. <laughs> and he's like, no. oh my god, you don't get it, stupid woman. <laughs> he's like, no, Satan is his father. You gave birth to Satan's baby. And he's going to take over Earth and enslave everyone. Yay! <laughs> Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Pharaoh shouts, no, it can't be. And Gordon's like, check out his hands and feet. <laughs> and feet, it's true, man. Yeah, he's hooving it up. <laughs> the husband shouts, God is dead. The air is won. God's like, listening in the background like, hey, man, come on. Then the husband's like, listen, Pharaoh, you can help us out and just be a mother to your baby. You don't even have to join. The others are too old to take care of it anyways. Then Pharaoh shouts, oh, God. 
the milk thief is like, hey, don't say that shit. Yeah. Or I'll fucking she, kill you, milk or no, bitch. Yeah, she's just like, please, if you're going to say that name, take it in vain, at least. That some other lady is like, shut the fuck up. She gave birth to Satan's baby. <laughs> Show this lady some respect. See, that lady, she's, you know, she fucks with Mia Farrow. All right, Cassavetes comes back in, and he kneels next to Pharaoh, and he's like, listen, they promised me you wouldn't be hurt, and you haven't been. <laughs> and he's like, we're getting so much in return. And you know what the best part is? And then she spits in his face. Yeah, he kind of deserves it, scumbag. Gordon offers her some tea, and she's like, what's in this? And she's like, it's Lipton's. All yeah, right, she's like, it's Lipton's. There's nothing in there. Don't fuck the... Come on, seriously. <laughs> We you gave birth to the baby. Come on. <laughs> the baby starts crying, and Pharaoh tells Milk Thief she's rocking him too fast. The husband's yeah. like, "Yeah, yeah, get the fuck out of here. You don't know how to rock a baby, no. do it, Pharaoh, do it." Yeah, because like freaking glass is just like shaking the fucking just. <laughs> and she goes to check out her son with his tiny upside down cross above him. <laughs> And Dr. Herbs is here, too. They all gather around as she starts looking at the baby lovingly. Then we get the la-la-las again and fade out of the apartment building. Mm -hmm. It's over! Well, I guess motherhood rules over all, even if you do give birth to the Antichrist. All mothers love their children, Vin. Yeah. Yeah, you're conditioned. I mean, that's not true. There's, like, all the ones that, like, drown them and stuff. Let's not get into it. (laughs) Yikes. I selected the movie this week falls upon me to ask you the eternal question. Vinny, did I scare you? No. No, it didn't scare me. Yeah. Mm, no, not scared. No. The part with the dream is like a little freaky, but it's not frightening exactly. It's pretty upsetting. I won't lie. I was just... Yeah, no, it- <laughs> I was like, oh, no. You're like, oh, the Pope's gonna need Tommy John surgery. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's gonna be out for at least twelve months, babe. He's gotta put that thing on ice. Hopefully, he's got enough tenants in his wrist to tie that bitch back together. Right, did you like the movie? Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, this is uh, it's still a classic. It's the prime example. Everyone in acting in this is so great. Pharaoh gives such a great performance. Mm-hmm. I agree. Ruth Gordon is so great. It's like the kooky neighbor. Yeah, she was... Cassavetes is a piece of shit, so that works. Yeah, everybody in their role that they served did a very good job. Yeah, and it's just like, the mood works, you're with her, everything everyone's doing makes sense. Um, I have read that apparently this is a really faithful adaptation of the book, oh. but the reason is that it was like pretty early in Polanski's career, so like... He literally didn't know you could do stuff that wasn't in the book. Oh. Like, he's just like, that's in the book. That's what we gotta do. I mean, sometimes that's what a lot of people are clamoring for anyways, though, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, in this case, it worked out. It's, um, you know, one of the highest regarded horror movies of all time. Indeed. Well, I mean, no, not indeed. I didn't know that, but... Now that I've seen it, I'm like, oh, okay, I can understand that. I can understand the following behind it. Yeah, it's definitely one that's more of, like, a slow thing of just, like, something's wrong. (laughs) Yeah, oh, for sure. You definitely kind of, like, 
something feels like fucked up when things start getting kind of forced, especially when the neighbors start kind of getting involved like a lot. Yeah, I'm wondering how surprising the end was for people watching it at the time. Because <laughs> now it's just like Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, it's the one where she has Satan's kid. Although you didn't know that, did you? No, no, because, I mean, I didn't really look too deep into it. Like, I've heard the title, but I never thought to actually look up what the hell the movie might be about. Mm. Did you ever watch Ugly Americans, that animated show on Comedy Central? Yes, of course. Right. Well, there's, like, the character that's, like, a demon. Yeah. Her father is, like, you know, he's another demon thing, but her mother looks like Rose. Oh, really? It looks like Mia Farrow in this movie. I always love that touch. Oh, that's pretty awesome. I fucking, I love that show. I miss that show. Yeah. It was a great show. I think it only lasted a season. Oh, all the best stuff does. But we're talking about Rosemary's Baby, which I say, yes. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't have much else to say. Vinny, if you were uh, anyone in this movie, who would you be? I think I would be the first landlord. Because? I tend to try to win people over with, like, food as well. <laughs> it's usually my go-to, especially when, like, I need something to, like... I'm like, hey, so... I'm going to need you to help me get this because I don't have a truck. I promise I'll pay you in beer and food. <laughs> so, you know, I see I see that in with the landlord, but I also like his tendency of, like, looking into things where someone explains something to me, and I'm like, no, no, none of that adds up. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely be the doctor because... Dr. Groden, I should say. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> also, I would pass along a customer that's not mine and just be like, witches or not, lady, you're not my problem. Yeah, I'd be like, listen, sorry. I I have so much other shit I got to deal with. I can't, I cannot tack on an extra crazy in my life. Hey, right, Vinny, what's your gifable moment? Oh, boy. That's a tough one because, like. I got one. Go ahead. All right, mine is the dudes creeping around in the background while she's on the phone. <laughs> Just because it's a really tense moment, but it made me laugh a lot. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Anytime you're being sneaky, that one works. <laughs> Her scraping the ice cream's a pretty good one. I. I... <laughs> Cause it's like it's not like just like a it's a cloth fucking like towel that like napkin that she scrapes that shit out on. <laughs> then she washes it later too. <laughs> Oh, the mousse? Yeah. Yeah, mousse isn't ice cream. It's different. It's like just a cream cream. I, oh, well, oh, okay. All right. It's well, ser- served cold, so. All right, yeah, anytime you don't want to eat anything, that one works. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, Vin, do we have any mail for this week? I actually, I haven't checked recently, so I could maybe be surprised or disappointed so that's kind of the gamble that we run here or both um, oh it's looking like no all right Vinny, well if people did want to mail us where could they do so you can do so by emailing us at our email at disbypod at gmail.com that's disbypod at gmail.com and if instead they wanted to reach us on twitter or instagram you can do so by emailing our email at disbypod at gmail.com. That's disbypod 
Wait. <laughs> Let me redo that. Oh my god. Our Twitter is DISYPod, and our Instagram is Did I Scare You Pod. Alright, please reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. Alright, Vinny. It comes to the time in the podcast where you tell us what we are going to be watching next week. So, what are we going to be watching next week, Vin? So, if we want to go like a little inside baseball, I had explained to Jake that what I was going to pick. And thank God I explained it to him because he had to set me back on the right track. So, first of all, I am selecting for us to watch... Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Now, I know what you're thinking. What year (laughs) are we watching? Yeah, which one? Because there's many. So we're going to watch the 1970s one because I I picked it solely on the fact that I... Most of my things come from me out of curiosity because of things that I've seen when I was younger. And I'm like, man. I need to get to the bottom of this now that I have this podcast so I can actually see it all the way through. And I'm talking about that one image of that curly-haired dude who's pointing and he has his mouth open. It's Donald Sutherland. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. A very young yeah. Donald Sutherland. So Vinny originally picked the 1993 one, and I was like, why? Why would you pick that one? And he's like, because I want to see this. Then he showed me a picture of Donald Sutherland, and I was like, that's in the 70s one. <laughs> he was like, oh, okay, that one then. <laughs> yeah, so we were this close to watching Body Snatchers of, in 1993, and that probably would have been a big old piece of shit. <laughs> a movie I didn't know existed. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that one, and then there's... Um, the Invasion, the Daniel yeah, Craig too- one. Yeah, 2007. There's the 1950s one. That's the original. Yeah, that's about communism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know how I felt about that one. I just yeah. saw Donald Sutherland's face and I was like, you know what? I'm going to pay you a visit. Yeah, but we'll be watching the Nicholas Rogue classic. Cool. With Donald I've never Sutherland. seen it. Have you I seen have. it? Yep. Oh, okay. It's great. Yeah, we keep overlapping. You keep answering me as I'm... <laughs> As I'm asking. Nope. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for us this week. A thank you as always to Rebel Escape Pod for letting us use their song Monster for our intro and outro. Check them out on Spotify. You have been listening to Did I Scare You? And I have been your host, Jake Albrecht. And I am his co-host in America's littlest brother, Vin. And hey, thanks for the ride, lady. How you doing, lady?